0: Yo, yo, yo! We often record in po eight, po eight, po eight. I can't even think of a good. There's, there's nothing good for that. Doesn't sound like anything. Like po eight, po hate, po hate, po hate. This yeah. fucking COVID. No shit, man. Same, same shit. Different week, Colin. Same shit different week i know that you got an update to some stuff we talked about covid birthdays last time yeah so we you know it was beatrice's birthday on saturday
1: and uh so we asked her what she wanted to do understanding that she couldn't have like a party you know what i mean and she said that she wanted to uh go camping in the backyard so but she like she wanted it to be like a campsite like like we were going camping okay and so she wanted to sleep outside but then it ended up being too cold but uh i set up a uh i set up our tent i made the fire look all like the fire pit look all nice i strung some lights up in the yard and then uh just hung out there and, and uh had a good time and watched harry potter and the prisoner of Azkaban, uh, like, projected it on a sheet outside. And oh, hell yeah. Lasted about 30 minutes into a three hour movie before she wanted to go in and go to bed because she was tired and cold.
0: Oh, wow. But, uh,
1: she had a good birthday. But, uh, and then the other thing we did was, and I thought of this last minute, I was put in charge of the social aspect of the birthday. Like, what is the thing? You know, people are doing like drive by parades, you know, they're putting signs that say honk from you know, my kid's birthday, whatever, you know? So I was like, thought about it. And I was like, I thought about having like an open zoom. invitation, okay. you Yeah. Know, yeah. Like said, a zoom said, room. Like, like anybody could just drop, drop in and say happy birthday, hang out for a little bit. And then it was like, well, we're going to be outside a lot. And the projector is super shitty. So it only you can only see it at night. And, uh, and so I was like, wait, I just texted. I just started texting people saying, Hey, send me a video selfie. If you want a happy birthday message to be, and I'm going to cut them together and do a video. in two days I ended up getting 30, seven, Hell yeah. and a half, seven and a half minutes long. It was so awesome. Both of her teachers, like tons of so, family and friends.
0: We, uh, I, partic- I participated in that. I know my family did. Um, yeah, you had uh, a very good one because you did your own editing, which was good. Well, you know, I can't leave well enough alone. Um, where can I see the whole thing? Like you'll have to you have to send me it or I'll a send, link. I'll send it to you. We're
1: we're not I'm not posting it publicly because I want it to be oh, like yeah. Special, but yeah. Uh, I I did I
0: did upload it to an unlisted YouTube. Got it. Actually. That's pretty cool. Uh with uh I I we have something similar coming up so like you know Hayden's birthday is uh in July and I don't really anticipate life being a hundred percent normal. I mean, I know they're starting to open some things back up, but who knows what that, what that's, you know, is actually going to look like. And on top of that, for like who knows, you know, his friend's parents, who knows what they're going to feel like. So even if shit's open, like it might not be, it might not be fun. So we're starting to try and think, you know, what that actually looks like for us as well. Um, But with, with birthdays come death days. And we had a, Dude, we lost a we lost a big one today.
1: Jerry Stiller, man. Rest yeah. in peace. Frank Costanza, aka Maury Ballstein from Zoolander. <laughs> very unre- very underrated character of his. Uh, rest in peace, man. Natural causes, though. 92 years old. That dude yeah. lived it. And he he got it, man.
0: Yeah, I like I was trying to think, like, I know I saw the headline Ooh. earlier today. Um, I think most notably, it, this is, and this is weird. Most notably, I knew him from Seinfeld, but I yeah. don't even watch Seinfeld. Yeah. Like that, that shows you like how, how like pop culture relevant that show was. Like I, I don't even watch Seinfeld, but I know him from that more than nearly anything else. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: It was funny. Like my mom texted me today and she goes, I didn't know that was Ben Stiller's dad. <laughs> And it's just funny it's 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 it is funny because he it's one of those things where like they had such successful careers in totally different directions and areas but they did come together in Zoolander
0: so funny yeah uh and speaking of birthdays i know like there's been shit tons of memes about this um but elon musk's like his kid's name first of all i've watched I I I watched him explain this on Joe Rogan and I left his explanation still not fully understanding. And I feel like he broke down every letter, every everything, still left not understanding. And then I saw I think, the meme. I think I think Grimes did the same thing on Instagram. Oh yeah. Yeah, he he actually says uh that she w- was like responsible for most of it. His contribution to it was like the A12 or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever fucking letter that is. It's, it's, the A-12 is like for that plane.
1: Yeah. I guess there's some weird pronunciation of it. Uh,
0: I, the best... Okay. Yes, there is. But the best was... You know that meme account, Shithead Steve? Yeah. Shithead Steve broke it down and basically made it say Kyle. Like, he he related all the letters of how exactly it says Kyle. <laughs> and it's like, it's that meme that's like all this for a Kyle.
1: Yeah. Here's my thing with the whole deal is let's not forget that, you know, before Elon Musk became this Tony Stark weirdo, I actually read a funny tweet today that said like Elon Musk is what Tony Stark would have been without pepper pots. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh but he, uh, before he was like this super villain, you know, he was just like a Silicon Valley dorky tech guy, mm-hmm. you know, like, the dude was the guy who came up with PayPal, you know, like right. he has six other kids. What do you think those kids are? like? Or do you think they're just like, Oh my God, you have got a fucking kid. They're, the other kids probably named like regular. Well, South again, African
0: white kid names. <laughs> South African white kid names. I'm sure there's um, a certain set of names that. Well, that's the South thing African. is if he let, grimes pick this one i'm assuming that's his mo he doesn't probably pick names i mean what the fuck kind of name is elon yeah that's what i'm saying probably a south south african white boy name. jesus i don't
1: know i don't know what i think what is he
0: what demographic is he he is he's south african shut the fuck up that's why you made that joke dude i just thought you were just off the cuff pulling like making some shit up no man Dude, I've never bothered to look at what he was. I have, I have, I just don't. I guess I just have never cared. He he, inher- he inherited money from his dad's
1: like apartheid mine mining company or something like that. It's actually kind of gross, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, he's like a rich kid from South Africa.
0: Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I guess, I guess you have. You can either go be the president, or you can fucking send rockets into space. You can do whatever you want. If you get money from pops, damn, I yep. wish I had a pops. That'd have been tight. Apparently. Get it yourself instead. Get it out the mud. Like fucking West side gun. Um, all right. So I had posted this on your timeline. <laughs> I had posted this on your timeline and you know, we talked about this. A while ago. I think I found where we talked about it in episode like 38, 39. Um, I think we talked about two weeks in a row. Um, cancel culture has finally caught up to Tropic Thunder in the form of teenagers who literally have they're just discovering the role. So Cause they were like it, three years old when it came out. That's what I'm saying. Like, and so now cancel culture and teens are finding out about Robert Downey Jr. And his role in Tropic Thunder, and everybody was pissed off on Twitter. I don't even it's know. To- even,
1: it's like it's like not just blackface; it's like black. Yes, it's it's. Uh, it, and that and that's the joke. That's the joke. I know, making fun of white actors thinking they can play
0: whoever they want. <laughs> that's the joke. Yeah, and like even though he explained that, I saw where a bunch of people were like, "Oh, he tried to explain it, blah blah blah. I, I don't know. I just I think we knew this day was going to come. It came. It came it came and it came so much more funny because it's all these like pseudo woke teenagers. So, I fucking love it. I think I said in uh the episode where we actually talked about this at uh, 3839. I said somewhere in there like nobody got mad at white chicks like when the waynes brothers did white chicks i would i would love that would literally it's like completing the whole fucking set if if they would just get mad about that too and like try and explain how it's some kind of like you know reverse reverse racism because that's like my favorite term ever reverse racism it's not a real thing it's either racism how come the right how come there ain't white entertainment television? That's what I'm saying. I want those people. I want those people to come out and get really hot about white chicks. And then I can fucking finally, I can die peacefully.
1: I think it's I think it's disrespectful to my white race that they will put white face on.
0: <laughs> white face.
1: We need to cancel the Wayans ins brothers. That's what I'm saying. Fuck them. Cancel weigh-ins. Hashtag cancel weigh-ins. Can we get that going? I wonder if that's a thing.
0: Only twenty years too late. hashtag #CancelWayans. What? The, what the fuck else? I mean, everything else gets canceled late as fuck. Let's I, would nev-
1: I would never start that because the Wayans family is like my one of my favorite com- comedian di- com- comedic dynasties.
0: I gotta look it up. Let's look it up right now. Hold on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just type the hashtag in to. I'm. Um, I have Facebook <laughs> up. I have Facebook up. So I'm gonna fuck man not one not one person use that hashtag can we just i'm just gonna start using it maybe like the next time i post anything i'm just gonna use it that way if anybody in the future wants to cancel them and they go to use that hashtag they'll have to see a tweet or a picture from me saying i predict that somebody will use this hashtag for some bullshit and then it'll just be that and then maybe they'll rethink and unpost it there it is. There it's like fucking, it's like eight mile where he's like, there, tell the people something they don't know about me. And then he like hands the mic over to fucking Papa Doc and Papa Doc can't say shit. It's like that. I'm going to hook the Waynes Brothers up. <laughs> you really turned that around. Dude. Turn that one around. It's It sounds like I've been thinking about it forever, but that shit was just, that was right off the top. You got any beers tonight? Uh, I do not, but I have something, I have probably the most delicious just straight cold brew coffee. Uh, nice. And that is oh, that crimson, good. crimson Cup. That shit is H- hands good. down, this is the, I actually had the, I've never actually had it in a can. I've had their cold brew coffee for years. In fact, they're the people who introduced me to Nitro cold brew years before Starbucks had it. So been a fan of Crimson Cup for years.
1: Those right there, I, uh, that were self show that we put on. Uh, I was, like, really stressed that night about, you know, because I was the promoter. Yeah. And so, like, I drank a bunch of beers, but then I also, worse self, was drinking those because they don't drink. Mm. And uh, they were pounding those things. So I pounded, like, four of those. Jesus. And a shit ton of beers. So I was just, like,
0: fucking wired. You had to been zipping because these things pack a punch. They're, they're, pretty, yeah. they're pretty good for cold beer. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, t- I took my wife to surgery. I think I, I told you that a couple of times, um, which is why we're getting, getting around to this a little late today, had to make sure that she was taken care of tonight. Um, had to make sure that my daughter was in bed because my wife obviously can't walk without crutches and a brace. And even then it's, it's, a uh, she, you know, she's not moving too swiftly. And so I didn't want her to have to be responsible for putting my daughter to bed. <clears throat> So I pushed us a little late today. Uh, it is just after 10 and I am still drinking cold brew coffee. So as you can see, I plan to be up tonight. You know why? I am playing some motherfucking Call of Duty. I, I'm i addicted, dude. I played... um, I had... To, is today. Yesterday yeah, is Monday. I had today off as well for the surgery. I uh, took off Friday and Monday. And daughter went down for a nap. Yesterday, I took a nap. Today... Call of Duty. Fucking shit up. I cannot wait. I'm just addicted. I'm going to about download it. it and start playing. Dude, you got to do it. Please uh, do it because there are some super, super fun games and me, you, and Kyle will get some shit together. Kyle is a goddamn magician when it comes to these games. Can you play cross-platform? Yeah. Sweet. It it shows you like a little icon like what platform you're playing on and and how you're playing. Like mine has a controller and like the Windows thing because I'm playing on PC yeah. with a controller. So
1: I am trying to stay up tonight too, just because I had no time to myself today. I I was no joke working until like 15 minutes before this, and mm. I took I took a break around dinner time and wanted to do something different to get my mind off what I was doing cuz I've been going hard on it today and uh I was I've been running late on designing a uh uh cover for the new Zone Z- Zero single. Oh yeah. And I got inspired and I just fucking I am so stoked about how, how it is. And, and they love it. I'm like very stoked about it. Can't wait to be able to show it off. Oh yeah. Obviously, easily the most new metal thing I've ever designed.
0: No fucking way. Yeah. It's more new metal than the last one you did for them because that thing embodied new metal. Yeah. That green and black one, I think it was for Virus. Yeah. Dude. This, this All right. Is. I'm hype on it. I haven't even heard it. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm hype on it because that last one was perfect. I've heard the sound um, too, and it's heavy as shit. The craziest shit is like, I love, I really do. The old man in me loves that new metals coming back. And it's crazy that the generation that's doing new metal are younger. And like when we were going through that phase, some of these kids weren't born. If they were, they were young as fuck. Uh, Which actually can segue us right into like the age limit for driving. Do you think it should be higher or lower? Uh, I was
1: uh, I'm referring to the uh, to old people. Um, but, uh, we're going
0: to start with, we're going to start with young people.
1: I think that, no, I think that 16 is right. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, in Michigan, at least, I don't know what it's like in Ohio, but in Michigan, you can take driver's ed at 14 and nine months Mm. and you can get your permit. So you can get your permit on your 15th birthday.
0: Yeah. It's not like that here in Ohio, Ohio, you call it temps. Yeah. It's called the permit. Nah, they're called both here. It's kind of like saying uh, cola or soda, like soda or pop. Like people call it different shit, but it's it's both here. It's your learner's permit. Yeah. Um. So no, I and and, and
1: so I am a big advocate of kids learning to drive early. Um, maybe, but I think license. I would I wouldn't grant somebody a license to be able to go out and drive by yourself. Until you're 16, though, I'm I'm with that. Um, Maybe maybe 17.
0: Yeah, there are times I feel like. Now, okay, I feel like there are some restrictions that should be in place, right? Like just because you have a full-on driver's license, let's say you're 16, you have your license, it doesn't mean you can drive, say, past midnight. Because I, isn't, I mean, until you're 18, there's still technically a curfew. There is a curfew law yeah. in Ohio, right? So Thank I, I feel you. like, I feel like that shit should still be in place because if you are a new driver and you're out that late, it's probably not for anything good. You're like cruising with your friends, you're fucking around. Who knows? Maybe you're shooting some paintballs at things you shouldn't. Maybe you're out doing some graffiti. I don't know. I'm just listing shit that I used to do. Um, and that is why I know kids are up to no good from 16 to like 18. And even totally then agree,
1: totally agree.
0: As far as
1: age limit, I want to be careful about this because yes. it's really, it's really easy to be painted as ageist and I am not by any means. Dude, I'm, I'm had, so ready to get canceled. I just had this thought though. The other day I was at a light and I noticed the person in front of me was like, they were like way to the edge of our lane kind of crossing over or not crossing over, but touching the middle line of the two lanes going one is Kenny road. So two lanes on each side. And, uh, and then I noticed coming up to a light started slowing down for the red light way too early and then stopped at the red light, like 25 feet behind the line, maybe 35 feet. Okay. Okay. And then I like, and then they start off and the person is going, just lurching and i and i go around and i just look and it's this sweet old woman but she's just like you know like like this but like her eyes looked like they were closed it literally looks like she looked like she had no idea where she was or what she was doing and so my thing is is no i don't think there should be a blanket you cannot drive after age sixty-seven. Yeah, whatever. No, that's okay. Really young. That's, young. that's young. You're
0: starting to go into exactly where I was going to go with it, so I'm going to let you keep going and see if I it think, lines up perfectly.
1: I think I think that we should just add regulations to getting your license renewed every four years. That after a certain age, you need to get te- you need to take
0: a driver's test. Simple as that. A, a thousand percent agree. That is, I have been saying that for fucking ever. You know, and like this all stems from, and dude, if my family listens to this podcast at all, they're gonna, they're gonna hate me more than they already do. This all stems from my grandmother. I used to go places with my grandmother and I was a teen and couldn't drive. And dude, we would just argue because I'm like, grandma, you are Fucking terrible at driving. Like she was just not a good driver. And holy shit, she passed down a lineage of the most stubborn people on the planet. I'm no exception. I'm stubborn as fuck. So when you get her and me in a car and she can't drive for shit. And I definitely think that I could drive better than she ever could. Right. (laughs) It was like oil and water. I will never forget pulling up to Hanford and Jaeger. And that's a really weird turn where you're coming off Jaeger, right? And Jaeger kind of like dead ends in the Hanford. You got to go right or left. Well, the bus goes left. And so Hanford's a smaller street. You can park on one side and it's down to two lanes and it's an old street and it's smaller and yada, yada. This bus trying to turn on Hanford and my grandmother stopped right there waiting. That bus can't make the turn, right? So she... Should have, in my opinion, back to the fuck up. And this bus is stuck trying to make this turn, can't. And I'm going, Grandma, back up and let this bus onto Hanford. She goes, no. If he wants to drive a bus, he should be able to drive that bus. He's going to need to back up. And I shit you not, we were at a, a standstill with this bus for over five minutes. This bus is trying to wiggle onto the street. My grandmother is right up to that little white line that shows you where to stop and she is not fucking budging she's oh, not backing God. up i was so embarrassed i mean dude we were so close to the bus he was like looking into the car and my grandmother's just like death staring his ass uh dude i finally i finally reached down and fucking just shifted it into reverse and was like grandma take your foot off she took her foot off the brake she started to roll back hit that brake and said don't touch the damn thing like and then the bus had enough room to get by. So I was responsible for the bus finally getting by. Oh my God. I will never forget that as long as I fucking live. Hilarious. Yeah. But no, I've been saying that you, you should have to it's honestly, a, it's, it, it shouldn't even be every four, four years. It should be every two or one years after a certain age. Or like if you go and there's anything that they need to flag your shit for, like, Oh, you skated by on the vision test this time. I'm going to flag them. They need to come back in two years. Like, do that shit
1: and it's nothing against old people you know it's like and that's the thing it's just that you know because I I don't doubt like I bet Jerry Stiller I bet he was still driving 92 years old I bet he was fine he seems like the kind of guy you know what I mean some people are (laughs) like they're they're with it and they're there and they're on it really old some people start deteriorate some people start deteriorating
0: in their 50s you know like I agree I mean fuck uh, if uh, some bullshit ass Twenty-one-year-old comes through there, and they barely skim past something. Flag them, motherfuckers! Tell them, like, look, man, you got a fucking C minus. Like, your ass is passing the class, but you're coming back in two years. You're going to do this shit again. How How about this? There's I'm a, all ears. From ages sixteen
1: to, let's say, twenty-five is when you can rent a car. Yeah, let's let's call it twenty-five. That's when you graduate to adult driver. Um. So, from 16 to 25, every two years, you have to take a test. Fuck yeah. And then from, say, 77
0: to on. Dude, I'm not, I can't, I can't put an age on it because I've seen some horrible, horrible 60 year old drivers. You know what? I'm pretty sure my grandma was probably in her 60s when I'm, the story I'm telling. She's probably in her 60s. Also, you know what? We could just,
1: we could, we could even the playing field. We could say everybody
0: every two years. No, I'm saying if you go in there and you ace everything, you good. You get four years. If you, <laughs> if you, if you fuck up something and you get flagged, your ass will be back here in two years. I don't even care. I am not afraid. Mandatory, to have- mandatory testing. Driver testing, dog. Sign it up because I'm a fucking. I feel like I can drive anything with wheels. But do, are, do you think that this? uh Do you think this information is going to be stored in a chip? You know what? I fucking hope so. I got to be honest. Like I'm one of those people that give me a chip. Give me a chip right now. I don't want to. I don't really <laughs> want. I really want to really hear your opinion on this, dude. Okay. People are not going to like my opinion on this because everybody is like, you know, everybody's sharing that story about, oh, Bill Gates wants to microchip us and yada, yada. Chip me the fuck up. I am so ready to get chipped. I don't want to carry an ID. I don't want to carry a debit card. I don't even really want to carry a phone. If I could just have a chip in my fucking pinky and my motherfucking thumb, and when I hold it up like this, I could dial people and then I could talk to my hand. And just hear things in my head, I want all of that thing. I want all of the shit. Hey man, what's up? Hey man. Hey man, what's up? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm calling you on the handphone. Uh you used to call me on my handphone, little Drake line. Uh Dog, I am so ready. I the my theory on it is the only people that are scared of this chip are people that have something to hide. What the fuck? Like if you're just moseying through life and you're killing it, you're a regular citizen, you're law abiding, you're doing all the right shit. What are you afraid of this chip for?
1: I don't know. This is fucking America and you can't make me part of your system if you don't, if I don't want to.
0: You're part of the system. Would you not have, do you not have social media? Do you not have, where are you going to voice your opinions if you don't have a Facebook? I mean, everybody cares about your Facebook, right? So like, where are you going to go to voice your opinion? Not you. This I is cho- not you. I chose that. I chose that. This is America. You can't make me do anything. You
1: can't chip me. Fuck you, man. It's in the Constitution. It says no chips. <laughs> it was
0: talking about Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> it was because it was we don't we don't like Mexicans and we are giving up tortilla chips. That's what it is. It's, it's funny because
1: I understand the merits of this idea—the chip or a tattoo of a barcode or whatever the apocalyptic thing you want to put on it. Yeah. The, the thing is, is For me for somebody who was brought up in evangelical Christianity that was like the thought of that sort of thing always was like that is the mark of the beast that is the sign of the antichrist you know don't ever get it because you're like it was like always a sinister like a sinister evil thing right so my like even though I don't believe that necessarily it is still my
0: gut instinct to be like oh sinister yeah i dude i'm a fan it again if i could store like think about you get in a car wreck somebody shows up to, it's like save your life right they just scan your finger real quick boom got your medical records make sure they don't administer you a drug you're allergic to it could be anything Okay, so couple couple thoughts here. One,
1: I could maybe get down with the idea of a a a chip identification something as long as it's like mine. You know what I mean? Like I choose the permissions. Oh yeah. Uh, and so that's first thought. I could maybe get down with it, but at the same time, who knows? Uh, but uh, I, this the the second thing was that I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I could maybe get down with it in that sense. But oh yeah, so you were talking about you were talking about uh, uh, talking on your handphone. So you're. So I'm going to, so I'm taking it to the next step technology. I'm thinking black mirror here. I'm thinking, okay, so the chip that's interfaced with my brain, you know, something that's interfaced with my brain. Okay. Uh, so say I am in a phone conversation with something. I'm not even hearing somebody. I'm not hearing in my ears. It's just, it's just firing those signals in my brain that makes me think I'm hearing it. Yeah. And, uh, so what happens then when you get like you're just thinking about you're just like sitting there thinking like man a rally's cheeseburger sounds so good and it's like in your brain it's like Postmates
0: you can order that right now <laughs> you're talking about like they're uh, they they start implementing hijacking your brain hijacking your, your thought brain.
1: process absolutely that's what, that's what our lizard brain our lizard overlords are going to do.
0: Blizzard people. Alright. So then I'll take it a step. I'll go back. I'll I'll go backwards. You can't you're not connecting it to your brain. I still want a chip to pay for things. I would love nothing more. You know what? Here, how about this? Register my fucking fingerprint and let me just pay everywhere with my fingerprint. Because I'm not I'm not going to commit a crime and leave a fingerprint. Like people are always worried about the craziest shit. Like people are uh people are worried about like oh it, you know, they're gonna have all my information. What fucking what planet do you live on that you think they don't already have all of your information? There's, I don't know. There's conspiracy theorists ever everywhere. And you saw it a shit ton these past couple of weeks. Like ever since that pandemic documentary came out. My God. Oh my God. The was, your, was your feed just littered? Jesus littered. Christ.
1: And every single one was like, this is the real thing. This is not a conspiracy theory. And, yeah. and then it was like, and then it was like, uh, the, right after saying this is not a conspiracy theory, it's like, make sure you watch it now before before the deep
0: state takes it down. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. You know what's crazy? It's like, there's always a certain subset of people on my feed I know are going to share these. Like, when things like that come up, first of all, that's not the first thing she's been a part of. She, she uh, she being uh, what's her name? Uh, Judy Mikovits. Not the first thing she's been a part of. There's been other YouTube videos. It just so happens she has a new book out, and what better to oh. way to promote a book? What better way to promote a book than to stir up some fucking controversy and trigger everybody who's on the verge because they're going fucking stir crazy. Everybody is looking for some, you know, to point the finger at the government.
1: Grifter's gonna grift
0: there you go, mm.
1: yeah, that shit was that shit was something else, and you notice how nobody's talking about it five days later? I know you know why because, because it, it was so easy to see through the
0: bullshit. It was that, and it was you have the people that share without research, and then you have the people that look at that and go, "Oh, I know this person, and they are. They are sharing shit without research. I'm going to do some research. So when you research it, you start shitting on people that didn't do the research. All those people just want to shut up. They, they want to just chill back into their corner. You know that meme where like Homer walks backwards into the bushes? That's, that are, that's those people. That's what they want to do because now they feel stupid for sharing without even researching. So now that you've shit on them, they go, fuck, maybe I should research this. And when they start researching... Well, then obviously uh, there's a subset of those people that back into the bushes. You still got the fucking, you know, you still got 20% idiots who are just going to shoot in the fucking dark. Doesn't matter. Every once in a while, you're going to hit one out of the park. It's not this one. I got an argument with my, uh, with my aunt over that. Landemic. Yeah. So she had posted it and I said, yeah, I said some shit on it like, you know, typical me. I can't fucking I can't just let things go. I don't I don't know why. Like I can't just scroll by my family posting shit like that. So I said some shit on it. And she's like, "Oh my god, you think you know everything." Uh blah blah blah. And I went back and was like, "Okay. But you didn't like you didn't rebut anything I said. Are you telling me that you don't even know these things. Like I, I'm, I'm confused here. How does this work? Like, so I got in a shitty, like, pissing match with my aunt. We
1: live in, we live in a, such a stupid fucking culture. It, oh, yeah, it's, 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 it's like, it's we praise like lack of of expertise. The idea that there's experts in things is just fading so fast. Where it's like, it's like, no, it's the internet. I can just Google it. You know, it's like, no. Fuck you. There are people who devote their whole life to one subject so you can be accurate when you talk about it, you idiot.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like people just
1: don't research. And it's just it's it's so it's so frustrating that we're just in this place where it's like, so now everything we it's it's a it's a post-truth society. I know that's something that gets said a lot, but it's just like it's so easy to just say, well, who asked you, you know, like, yeah. and it's just like, I don't know, dude. So it's, it's so frustrating. Nobody trusts anybody.
0: Well, Who can you trust. So th- this actually leads me to something that I want to have a full on conversation about. I'm going to invite a couple more people. I have, I have a, a, I have a lot of smart friends. All my friends that I really respect and look up to, they're all smarter to me. And I know that. Because a lot of times I'm just spouting shit off or I'm spouting shit off based on like my own research. And I know my research is not all encompassing. Um, and maybe even personal bias plays a role in it, right? Because like when I'm looking for something, I'm generally looking for, I start by looking for things to prove my hypothesis and then I look for counter and then I look for why those counters are wrong. So like there's a, there's a amount of personal bias that's in there, right? Knox had actually put a question the other day on his Facebook and I told him I'm going to steal that question. And I want to have, I think we should go live later this week and and really dive into this question with a couple of friends. So maybe like I invite somebody, you invite somebody, but the question is what is more dangerous, personal bias or fake news? And that's, interesting. it's interesting it's a very interesting, and like I kind of want to like noodle on it a little bit before we actually talk about it. So we're not going to talk about it here, but I think that uh, we get a couple friends and use that as like a jump-off point
1: for like a live later slip, this slip, week. I like how you slipped in there real quick. We're not going to talk because you know that's like don't let Colin get going on it. Don't
0: don't let Colin get going.
1: Um, don't open don't open the don't open the cage and let the beast out.
0: <laughs> what's your uh, What's your astrological sign? Cancer do you know I, any like, which
1: yeah yeah it means i it means i feel everything exceptionally deeply <laughs> like for real like, like all emotional stuff is like it, it hits cancers extra hard we are uh very uh creative people we're also very uh um kind of not self-centered but like assured
0: of self yeah yeah I would say that I don't put a lot of stake in astrology. Um, it is hilarious the way that they always paint. I'm a Leo. It's it's funny the way that they always paint Leos. <laughs> it's uh, it's so spot on. Like stubborn as fuck. Center of attention, bullshit like that. Like I, I feel it. Uh, I just quickly looked up Cancer and Leo friendship. I just wanted to see if you and I are allowed to be friends. Um, cause I like you, Colin. And before I do that, I need to make sure that the astrology sure. lines up. Sure, sure. Um, it says a friendship between a cancer and a Leo is one in which both friends could understand and provide for each other. Leo love to be respected and admired. Uh, and cancer look for steadiness and emotional happiness. They are both faithful to each other and often possessive of each other, especially among other friends. So don't let me catch you potting with anybody else, bro. When's your uh, birthday? august 13th i was gonna say
1: because i was like i'm pretty sure sierra's a leo or like she's, yeah, a leo she, Cus-
0: she, she's like uh i feel like she's only like maybe 10 days away from my birthday if i remember yeah she's the 23rd oh 20 yeah yeah exact 10 days yeah oh, see um yeah dude i was born on friday the 13th oh yeah. you don't remember you don't remember having this conversation Dude, we had this conversation like very early on in the pod. And I think I said something like, it was one of my trivial things that bother me. Uh, when people go, oh, that explains a lot. Like every time I tell them, Uh-oh. oh, that explains a lot. Fuck out of here. Yeah.
1: I uh, I don't really like totally get down with the astrology, but I do find it very interesting. Um, I have that app CoStar that's like the, it's, a, it's like the, The popular hip astrology app, Uh, but I—I mean, I don't get down with like the prediction stuff, like the, you know, the extra. This you know, good fortune is coming to you this week today, but you know, if the moon can affect the tides, if the moon can actually affect where the water is in our vast oceans, within, moving within hours of course it's going to affect people's moods in different ways
0: and who they are as a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I'm, I'm into that. It makes um, sense to me. I just like to rile people up that super, super believe into it. Like, So I just tell them that, ah, fuck you, you're all bullshit. And I talk shit like, oh, get out of here, you witch, you know, shit like that. But honestly, I love reading about it. Um Growing up, my mom had a book on astrology. And, you know, we had like... What the fuck is it? Encyclopedia Britannica? Is that like the one that like people like everybody's that. parents had a whole set of World Book? Okay, maybe it's that. And then you got a new? Did you get a new one every year? Like for the previous year as well? Oh, that is Encyclopedia Britannica. We no, had they're both. They're both. we had both. both. Yeah, we had both. Like we had we all had the. World book. We had World Book. I think mine was like nineteen sixty eight. Um. Yeah. My. Mom, but anyway, in that whole book thing. I used to always go to that one book. I loved reading about just bullshit like this. And then, you know, I remember, uh, every day my mom would like read me my horoscope from the dispatch and shit like that. So I I always found it interesting, even if I didn't actually believe in it. Uh, another thing I found interesting was like books of dreams. Like what is, you know, what does certain things mean? And it's even though I don't know, I mean that, that shit might be a little more rooted in science, right? Because it, it talks about your, uh, uh, like it, interpreting like when you're thinking about this, you're thinking about that. You're probably you know, worried or yada yada. So, I like reading about those as well. Have you ever heard of something called an angel number? Like what angel numbers are? Um, apparently it's like. Have you ever like like ran a, say come across a number like a lot like the same number and you're like damn I see that number everywhere. Yeah. What's your number? Oh, uh, oh, I don't know
1: if I I can't think of that off the top of my head, but I know know the phenomena you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's called angel numbers. And they're like, they're supposed to mean something. Um, mine is three Oh four. And like for as long as I can remember all the way back to, you know, childhood, I would come across the number three Oh four. I remember like, I remember pumping gas And I'd put just a few bucks in and I'd have 3.04 gallons of gas. Or like I'd just for whatever reason every day look at the clock and fuck it be 304. It was like no matter what, I see 304 everywhere. And it still happens to this day. Um we used to call it getting hoed because like 304, you ever write that on a calculator, turn it upside down, it says ho. So like Kyle and everybody, everybody knew, damn, Jeff got hoed again. Like that was like the the joke. And like my friends would tell me, look, I don't know what's going on, but in March of 2004, I'm just not hanging around you. Well, that shit, <laughs> it kind of came and went nothing. happened. And you know what? Actually, March of 2004 is when capital tragedy got signed. And not that that meant anything, but that's the only thing. Uh, that's the only thing relevant that happened then. It's funny. Yeah. Um, so we've been playing a lot of online games and, you know, other than Call of Duty, I've been playing like, have you ever heard of these games from Jackbox? Yeah. Uh, we, have, we have four of the Jackbox games. Nice. Or four um, of the party, party packs. Party so packs. Like 20, like 20 games. Gotcha. I have, uh, I think I have Party Pack 4 and then I have some random games. We have like the first Quiplash and Drawful 2 and a few other things, but I have the Jackbox Party pack, I think four, cause that's the one that came with like, uh, Quiplash 2, where you could actually create your own Quiplash game. Does that have TKO on it? No. That game rules. Really? Yeah. The, see, that's, what we should, we should like cross family be playing these things, like. Yeah. It's not, it's not super exciting to do it if it's like just a couple people, but if you could actually fill up eight people, that'd be, that'd be awesome. Um, And we had a coworker that was celebrating her 35th anniversary with the, uh, with the company. And I was like, you know what? They wanted to try and create a game. I was like, why don't we do a custom quiplash game? And everybody's like, what's that? And I'm like, just give me some information about it. And I'll create some, you know, uh, I'll create some questions. So I created a custom game, 16 questions. And it was like, you know, my boss was there. Her boss was there, like all these, you know, people way higher than me. And it went over super, super well. Everyone had a blast. Everybody got to vote and shit like that. And, um, yeah, I thought it was a, I thought it was me using things I'd learned about online games now in this whole COVID situation. I took it and was able to apply it to works, you know, work and like, it went over pretty well. So, you've yeah. been back at the office, right?
1: uh yeah, we're officially open this week. I was in there for about I was in there for about
0: six hours today, yeah, and oh so, shit, i keep forgetting it's monday
1: there was a, there there were there was only like five of us there today, but uh it was nice getting work done and uh i had a lot I had a lot to do today, so uh it was nice being in there uh yeah, but it's just nice going to work uh it's weird saying but it's just it's like nice being there it's a nice change of scenery light the light's different in my in my office it's i look out the window and it's downtown columbus you know it's just like a totally different yeah
0: i love it did i already tell you that they they said some of us won't be going back to work or back to work the rest of the year did i tell you that crazy no yeah so some of the people in my office will not be back to work the rest of the year. I want to be one of those people, honestly. <laughs> I just, I want daycare to open back up. Yeah, And I want to be one of those people and just work at home and enjoy the fruits of my labor. Because um, I don't know if you can tell, but this is I'm on my like ninth setup. So I've yet a different uh background setting than you're probably used to seeing. Look at this though. Nice. Brought a couple more guitars home, so now I'm I'm getting stocked up. I'm ready to write some shit. Nice. Uh, okay, I have a confession. I have a confession. I can't wait. I these always go great when I do it, and you laugh at me, so I'm I'm hoping it's not some bullshit.
1: Somebody posted on Facebook yesterday, said maybe, or he said, "Will this pandemic finally?" get uh will this pandemic finally get vocalists to use their own mic and not the gross house mic and i read it and i sat there for 10 seconds and i thought i have never one second one millisecond put any bit of thought to how fucking gross those house mics have got to be oh yeah and now i'm horrified i thought about it for fucking 10 seconds and now it's just like i'm buying up my own mic i'm only ever going to use my own mic ever again i'm never i'm never never so then wet so then i showed i talked to my band about it joking and west sends me a picture of a like a zoomed in on a head of a microphone and there's fucking mold growing out of the mesh and i was almost angry that that's in my brain now i like, like I, I, oh my god you want to hear something crazy i'm not even a germaphobe but holy shit man i can't stop thinking about
0: it i uh i took my own mic with me for years that doesn't surprise me In You're my the kind of guy that i would totally think would have your own mic in my guitar case uh pretty much the whole time i was in a maya I took my own uh mic and it never it and the, the germ aspect of it was the like third thing. It wasn't even like purely for germs. It was one pretty much universally uh the sure SM fifty eight or beta fifty eight, one of the two is the house mic. Like when have you gone somewhere and a fucking sure SM58 was not the house mic, right? Right. Well, I had, I have a mic that I think is actually a little better than that. I've always thought it fits my voice better. It's an EV. I can't think of what EV mic it is. Um, so one, I took it because I thought it worked better for me. Two, when I was, I don't know, maybe 19, I was playing a show at the Newport. And doing my fucking new metal thing, I kicked over a mic stand and the mic just kind of fell and dented the windscreen. And I knew nothing about mics back then. I knew nothing about anything. I was playing shows in my first band for less than a year. I knew dick about dick. And the guy, the sound guy gets like super hot with me and like wants to try and like talk all this shit and ended up making us pay for the mic. He said his mic was ruined. I didn't know that you could just replace those fucking screens for like 10 bucks. So we paid for a mic. So I was doing it purely because I like the way mine sound. Didn't want to fuck up any mics and have to pay for it. Third, germs. I was like, well, you know what? I've been spitting on this one and touching this one to my mouth for long enough. I'm going to continue to do that with my own fucking mic. And later I just became a dirty butt and stopped giving a fuck. It is pretty gross though.
1: It's just like I just like just think about it for a second. It's like that mic is used by three to four people per night, and God knows what's in their mouth oh yeah and and then, uh, what is that what did you I just heard like a ping 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 ping, ping bing 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 weird um anyway, uh, you know three or four people a night. And then it's touched by some sound guy who's, you know, doing sound guy things. And then, uh, and then at the end of the night, it's like thrown into a fucking dirty box somewhere. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, and then the next night, the whole thing starts again. And it's just, oh my God, why Mm. have I never, like, I'm not, like I said, I'm not even like easily grossed out in that way. I'm not a germaphobe kind of guy. I'm not like, I'm a big time five second rule guy, you know, and. And like, but holy shit, I just had never thought about it before. And now I feel horrified.
0: Five second rule. I pretty much live by like the five minute rule. Like it doesn't, if I, if it was something I dropped, uh, in that eating session, it's fair game until that eating session is concluded. So I roll, um, damn dude, you kind of got me one to buy another bike. I'm about to do that. Can you think of like think about all those people that are like buying used mics too, like off of yeah. Craigslist and fucking yeah, Facebook? Around. Ugh, you got me weirded yeah. out. Let's buy some mics. Call up my buddy at Sweetwater, have him send me some shit. I actually bought some new shit from Sweetwater. T- to no surprise, there uh, I was spending money since we last talked. Um, so I have, and you probably saw it when I carried it in. I have a a set of the um samson resolve studio monitors um i just i just didn't i don't think i need speakers quite that big in fact i feel like because they're big and they have so much bass i think i i rarely use them to mix music and they're supposed to be for mixing music i mainly use them to listen to music and i've I've tuned them in such that they sound good when listening so I can listen very loudly. I wanted a pair of smaller actual studio speakers. So I bought a set. I bought some like four and a halfs. Um, so now I have the set of sixes and I have the set of four and a halfs. So fuck it. Spent more money. Nice. Nice. Have you been spending any money in this quarantine time? No, uh, gonna, about to though. We, uh, I like
1: drew, like I drew up plans for my backyard and we're talking about painting a house. And so going to start spending money.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. We talked about, uh, your plans and you held it up to the camera. It looked, it looked very, uh, 3d. I think looked, I'm gonna get started on them this week. Are you doing it yourself? Yeah, for sure.
1: For sure.
0: You feel confident about that? Yeah, actually, I do. Yeah, are you, what are you doing? Are you guys like? Are you setting all the posts and concrete and all that shit? Yeah, my first goal, my first goal,
1: like this week, hopefully, is to tear down our current deck, tear down this the covered porch, get that out of here, and then build my new deck because the new deck is really just a landing and a staircase. Yeah. So, uh, and that shouldn't take it should take more than a more than a weekend. So. Uh,
0: That's tight. I I wish I had the balls to just like, do, do just enormous house projects like that. I just don't. I just, I don't, I don't feel confident in my housing abilities to to do shit like that. I just don't.
1: You just gotta, yeah, I get it. I, you just gotta do it though. I mean, I'm lucky enough to have a father-in-law who's like, showed me how to do a lot of this stuff. And I also, you know, was building fixtures and shit at Urban Outfitters. 10 or 15 years ago. So, yeah, I've got some, I've got some woodworking notches in my
0: belt. So, I mean, I guess when it comes, when it comes to like furniture, uh, you know, like I, I had built my last desk, I, you know, made a pull out drawer for the fucking MIDI keyboard, you know, that like tucked away under it. Um, things like that, I'm fine with. For some reason, when it comes to house shit, I get a ton of anxiety like there there's a couple of things I want to do that are not even that big of projects, and it still gives me anxiety like in the room I'm in now, there is closet doors to my right, and I really want to put like one of those barn doors there so that they the doors don't fold out into the room it's mm-hmm. It's not really for any other reason other than I've thought about either taking the doors off and making that like a more set in you know, shelving style thing, or putting a barn door on it. I was like, a oh, barn door feels like it would be uh, easier. Dude, I was at Lowe's yesterday. They have a barn door kit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I kind of want to build the door myself, but I'm just going to buy the hardware yeah. kit where it's like yeah, the track with up. the wheels and shit. Yeah, it's t- yeah, that's sweet. So even that, like, that's about as crazy of a project as I'm probably gonna take on for right now i just i gotta get more comfortable i think because i'm usually just like flying by the edge of my seat when i'm building the shit i'm like kind of i draw up the plans i feel like i'm very calculated and then while i'm going through it shit's going wrong and i have to pivot and like figure it out on the fly i don't want to do that with house shit i just feel weird you know this like it's a very expensive structure i just i don't want to fuck shit up and my brother always reminds me he's like you can't really fuck it up. Someone can always fix it. You're going to be in no better that's, or worse. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I know. I don't know why. I think I just got to get out of my own head about shit like that. And, um,
1: and it's it's interesting though because after a while you get like you get more comfortable with it. And it was like my father-in-law was was uh, in town for B's birthday, and um, you know he saw the finished fence out front for the first time. Mm-hmm. So he saw it halfway done, but he saw it finished for the first time, and he was like, "He was like, wow, this looks like it was professionally done." And it's like, you know, I look at it and go, "Like, oh, that line isn't straight," or "Yeah, you know, the the stain didn't take there how I wanted it to," or uh, think of all those things. But then somebody that I actually like really looked up, look up to, and showed me a lot of what I know about
0: that stuff to say that you know it's cool because I've been working at it for a long time. Oh yeah. So, yeah, that is awesome. There's a, there's a guy in my neighborhood. Who's like a uh, master craftsman and he lives like just a, f- a few houses away from me. And every time I have my garage open and there's like, you know, i got my saws and like, there's some wood projects going on in there right now. He always like stops over and I'm just like, get the fuck out of here with your fancy cabinet building ass. I don't want you looking at my birdhouse and judging it. Like I just, I want him to go away. Um, have you been doing? Uh, have you been lightening up on any of the social distancing stuff, like hanging out with anybody? Uh, yeah, a little bit.
1: I mean, we've had we've had our you know controlled situations this whole time. Um, but then, but yeah, like on B's birthday, there was a couple more people here, and mm. then then we had had in a months. Um, but yeah I think as long as I think we have to be as a culture we have to be okay with lightening up as long
0: as we're controlling things and that we're being careful and all that I agree um we so the UFC the last I think couple or at least last one that I was going to watch it got canceled obviously uh pretty much everything was canceled and UFC oh shit what is that I think 249 just happened on Saturday Mm-hmm. And it was held with no fans in the arena it's wild man, so it was just the fights, the people from the corners, you know the judges, like you know there are probably still a hundred people, but no fans uh they showed all this stuff leading up to it. It was like you know that every fighter, every person that was going to be in the arena had to get tested, um including the fighters, they were give blood um and then people were still wearing masks. Um, but it was really, it was really refreshing to watch some kind of event like that, knowing that they've been all canceled. Uh, what was really funny is Donald Trump pops on and it's like, apparently him and Dana White are like good friends.
1: Oh yeah. They're like bros, man.
0: Yeah. I had no idea. Um, and Trump gave his little like, you know, I don't, I don't know what the fuck he said. Like uh, I was having some drinks, but. It was like, uh, you know, congratulations to Dana White and the UFC and blah, blah, you know, America needs sports and like all this shit. Um, we had a couple friends over though. That's kind of where I was going with that. So Kyle came over and, um, buddy Andrew and his girl came over. Um, but it was cool. Yeah. Everybody kind of, you know, my wife and we let Hayden stay up till like midnight. Uh, my wife and Hayden took one couch, Andrew and Lacey took one couch I sat on just a rando chair. Kyle sat on a rando chair and we just had some drinks, watched the fights. They were all fucking awesome. Um, Speaking of Kyle, did you happen to see my story I posted with my daughter's art? No. <laughs> so I've had this ongoing like running joke. Is this today? Yeah, it was, it's probably the most, eh, maybe not the most recent thing I posted, but it's definitely today. Um, I've had a running joke that I've for no reason, you know, it Kyle's like the nicest person on the planet, but I used to just be like, fuck you, Kyle. Like for no reason. And I would always just say, fuck you, Kyle. Uh, I've even written it on whiteboards. So when we show up to band practice, there's like a giant whiteboard that says, fuck you, Kyle. Um, I hear some dogs. Dogs fighting. Nobody yeah. Um, uh, I even, uh, we'll even replace random lyrics like in the middle of songs where if it's like a, you know, there it is. So what I did was I wrote out, fuck you, Kyle. We were like coloring today and shit. I wrote out, fuck you, Kyle. And I had my daughter start to color and I took a picture and I was like, oh, look at Eloise doing some art for Uncle Kyle. And I sent it to the band chat, which it went over fine there. And I was actually like, should I post this on the internet? Will people judge me? for putting a paper in front of my daughter that says fuck you Kyle and letting mm-hmm. her draw on it no it actually I I knew that I don't know people probably still judge me right but all the people I would expect to comment and be like oh my god I'm dead or holy shit this is hilarious or this is fucking funny or crying you know she I got all those and then I just I just took a look I was like let me see if let me see who else looked at this and I looked at it and some of the people that looked at it are ones that I would hypothesize would be like disapproving of it, but they didn't say shit to me. So fuck them. Also, who gives a shit?
1: Oh yeah. You're, who gives in, shit? Your late, you're in your late thirties and it's social media.
0: Bro. Don't, don't say it like that. I don't, I don't like when you frame it up. Uh, you're in your late thirties. Like I don't, I, I, I know, I know. And I'm glad that you're, you're cool with that. Like, I just don't like the way it sounds. I'm two months from 37. I'm just in my thirties. I don't, I don't need all that extra late. I don't need the late word. It's weird. Don't. Say I it.
1: am currently still in my mid thirties technically, but I'm about to enter my late thirties.
0: Wait, you're 36.
1: I am 36. I would consider that mid thirties, 34 so to 36? 34. Okay. Okay.
0: 37 to 39 would be late. Pretty fucking convenient for you, Colin. But you're in your mid and I'm in my late <laughs> pretty, pretty convenient. I feel like maybe 33 to 37. There's a bigger middle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, the, okay. the bell curve is like that. Sure. I'll,
1: I'll, we'll do that. We'll take that. We're still in our mid thirties.
0: So <clears throat> now that we are starting to reopen some Ohio stuff, um, I can tell you that I'm, I'm still not going to restaurants. I'm not going to go sit at a restaurant. I don't miss it that much. What I miss is eating the delicious food. I don't necessarily miss going to a restaurant and sitting with homies. So I'm still going to just get the takeout. I already
1: didn't go to restaurants, really. Like, I I almost always get takeout anyway. When I'm at work, I go – I. Go get Chipotle, Subway, Wendy, something like that, and I take it back to work. When I'm at home, I I can't. It's I go to a restaurant maybe once every month and a half, two months. I don't know. Who gives
0: a shit? Well, where I was going with that is it it doesn't really impact my life, right? I'm not going to go to restaurants anyway. This whole like this whole supply chain thing though is real, like. The supply chain being broken, so certain foods and ingredients and shit like that can't come in. That's real. And that is impacting one of my favorite chicken wing spots. And I'm, I'm upset about this. I've talked about it before. Chef Rich's kitchen, best fucking wings in Columbus. And he's had a. They can't get their Tyson chicken. Bro, don't disrespect. Don't disrespect like that. It's not Tyson. Uh, no, it's actually it's it's mainly fucking up um, some of the cheeses and shit like that that comes in from like the farms. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm
1: I, you know, here's the deal, and so I'm just gonna go ahead and take this off the thing because we've been staring at this one for a couple of weeks, but you're kind of alluding towards it. Uh, it 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 the supply chain is being disrupted that's for sure you go to wendy's there's a bunch of x's all over the menu not up here bro can't get a fucking double stack anywhere to save your life down here Damn. Uh, and uh so you know the supply chain is being interrupted but it's it it is the big corporate factory farm supply chain you the stuff is still plentiful from your mom and pop farms. And they're the ones that we should be buying from anyway, right now, it might be mm-hmm. more expensive, but I actually, I started a pretty, pretty bad fight on Facebook two two weeks ago, which is, I think is why I put, I put that on there, but, uh uh, on the list is because I was just like, I love meat. Mm-hmm. I eat meat every day. I love burgers. I love chicken. I love all meat. I'm a big fan. Uh, and I also have watched every documentary that vegans told me to watch over the past fifteen years that was going to make me into a vegan. none of them made me into- i did do vegan- i was a vegan for about six months and I was a vegetarian for about a year
0: probably in Another, the symphony
1: peril days no 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 this was, <laughs> no this was like six years ago maybe Not okay long. anyway uh but uh it maybe the maybe six months vegan was a stretch maybe it was more like two months anyway I was vegetarian for a year though um anyway uh I love meat but it's like I don't gotta have I don't have to have it guys like why do you like so cheeses and stuff I understand things like 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 that but like eggs produce but that's not quite there yet as far as being completely interrupted it's the meat it's the factory farms it's that sort of thing and i we've watched all these documentaries we know how bad those places are shouldn't we just say okay fuck them let them got let them die there we already knew they were unsanitary we already knew that there was animal rights abuses human rights abuses we already knew that they were huge employers of of uh of un- undocumented immigrants, you know, it's like, let's just shut them fucking down. Let's pay. If you want meat so bad, pay a little bit more from it
0: for it. But th- that, that is therein lies. The problem is meat is such a largely consumed thing that there's not enough mom and pop or humane Humanely raised animals. There's not enough to supply the amount needed. And that's my that's my argument. Is you don't have to eat it. Exactly.
1: I was vegetarian for a year. That's that's it. I mean, that's it. That's like no. You're 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 upset that the supply chain of meat. I know I kind of hijacked your your topic here, but you're upset that the the supply chain of meat uh, is disrupted. But that's just it's convenient you're just eating meat out of convenience you don't have to eat it you can live off of plant based everything absolutely so so quit your bitching is what
0: I'm saying to people mad about meats and they're they've done so much to make it a viable alternative you got all the people that are like oh, it doesn't taste like meat I'm sorry but some of them fucking beyond burgers and shit taste like meat nowadays
1: and also, just as a American society, we could stand to maybe eat a little bit less meat.
0: Yeah, dude. Okay, so I did the vegetarian thing when I came back from Hellfest. That was my introduction into pita. It was like O two, O three. I went to Hellfest. I got a fucking pamphlet, and I was like, "Well, this is crazy. Like, this shit can't be real." And when I got home. I researched the fuck out of it. Granted, I went to a lot of the, you know, I was going to the sites like PETA and stuff like that because this is where I first ever heard about it. And I was kind of like, holy fuck, I'm, I am, I'm not eating meat anymore. And that was it. I was done. And I, you have never seen anybody jump to the preachy, you can't eat it, KFC. You know, like I was, I was all in at the beginning. You were? I was all in. <laughs> to this fucking day, to this <laughs> day, my mom, to this day, will not go to KFC because of the fucking bullshit I was spewing when I first came home from Hellfest.
1: I mean, to be honest with you, though, it, it's like, that's good. I mean, it's like, you watch the stuff, it's like they're clipping their fucking beaks. Yeah. Living on top of each other, they're shitting on top of each other. They're shitting in their
0: food. It, it's just like, yeah, it really is. It's it's again, it's the microphone thing all over. If you really think about it, it's fucking gross. And I the fact, shut. let's go ahead. I was just saying the fact that we are literally the only people that have decided we need milk. It's like that's not milk from human tits. Like I don't see you. Just oh, sucking, yeah. sucking mean, down
1: I breast mean, milk yeah i mean i totally the the if i didn't like milk and cheese so much man that's that's the one thing that holds
0: me back bro vegan years. cheese is fucking disgusting the yeah, only one can, that's even passable is pepper jack
1: if they can do the impossible burger if they can do that for cheese the impossible cheese where it tastes like actual cheese i'm in i'm all in uh, y'all, gotta, but, y'all
0: gotta give me some crumbles too. I can't live without Sloppy Joe. And so you gotta give me some kind of crumbly meat. I'm not. But, uh, you know,
1: the. My whole. Like, all, all I'm saying is shut the factory farms down. Let's get them. Like, let them die. Don't bail out the industry. Don't, Mr. President, declare they need to stay open because your buddies are losing money. Right. You know, fucking sh- let them die. And, uh, Let's all either raise our own meat or buy it from people who
0: mean it and need it. That's the thing is like, if Americans had to raise their own, they'd form that attachment and they wouldn't do it, right? I mean, it's controversial. It's controversial, but like, that's what we do with our dogs. If you said like, Okay, you've raised this dog. It's time to like you got to eat your dog. That's that's tomorrow's dinner. Yeah, Not you know, all countries don't look at dogs as pets. They're just another animal. So that's what I'm saying. Like, get your meat from a you know a
1: a locally owned farm. Who it's a guy who that's what he does. He takes care of his animals and he slaughters them humanely and all that stuff. That's what I'm saying. Pay a little bit more. Play a little bit more for meat that you know is ethical and clean.
0: So that's all. I'm in. Uh, damn! I had. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, so the past like few nights, I'm just switching topics. I mean, we I think we wrapped that one up. But the past few nights, we've been trying to have like movie night or something. Uh, being that my wife is laid up, she can't, you know, really yeah. do much. Um, so I, we call our son down and we're like, all right, let's find a movie. And I pop up Netflix and right there in like, I think it's in the trending section back to the future. Yeah. We watched back to the future too the other night. <laughs> and, well, I'll tell you in a minute. Um, so I was like, shit, have you ever seen this? He's like, No. This is what I was like, this is what we're watching. So yesterday,
1: this is like required. Yeah.
0: And I had been doing this. I had, I had him watch little giants. I had him watch, uh, little rascals. I had him watch, um, the sandlot mighty ducks. Like we we've been going through like all of these, you know, movies and back to the future was actually on my mind because that game that I talked about, Quiplash, that I created for my coworker earlier. One of the questions I put in there was related to 1985 because, again, that's when she started the company. Um, and Back to the Future was like one of the top grossing movies that year in 85. So it was already on my brain. So then when I saw it, I was like, oh, have you seen this? No, we're watching this. And then I looked at my wife because it was Mother's Day. So I was like, is it cool if we watch this? Uh, so we watched it. He fucking loved it. Loved it. Tonight, we watched two. So we watched Back to the Future 2. That's what I was just doing right before I came up here to do the podcast. We're going to keep it going. Well, Back to the Future 3 sucks ass, but That's you okay. should watch it Uh
1: It is interesting because we just watched two like four days ago, three or four days ago. Mm. And it takes place in 2015. Yeah. And other than the flying cars the hoverboards, it's not that
0: terribly far off. So and give, give me, give me uh, an example.
1: Like uh, for instance, just like the mixture of old and uh, the mixture of old and new architecture mm. and techno- mixture of old and new technologies, the way the cars were designed. Was that too far off? Uh the obsession with uh you know retro 80s and 90s. Oh yeah. Uh, um those fucking Nikes he puts on look like Yeezys, man.
0: Well, they actually did release those I know, Nikes. They, I
1: know they did, but like that was 1987 or something like that. You know what I mean? And mm. like they envisioned literally what shoes look like now. But mm. shoes look like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Um, it was funny cause he gets in the car and he's like, Oh, you know, whatever the date is not here 2015. And Hayden caught that. He's like, this, this, this is what they thought it was going to look like. I was like, well, I mean, it's fucking 30 years, but yeah. And he's like, we don't have any of that. I'm like, mm, you're right. Um, the one thing that did stick out, which you already mentioned was, uh, they, where they go. Oh, it's one of those retro 80s, uh, poorly done retro 80s shops. And it was funny because for the most part, it really did look like some 80s shit, except for the fucking you know TV thing coming up and greeting them and talking to them and all that. But
1: yeah, it was pretty sweet. Also, that fucking Toyota truck in the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. is... I can't remember where I saw it. There was some documentary or something I saw, but they some dude bought that truck. Oh yeah. And uh from some it was just like on the back lot somewhere at some movie studio and he bought that truck and he restored it to exactly like it looks in that movie. Cuz to me that I'm a I'm a 80s Toyota truck fan. I had a I had a first generation 4Runner and that truck is the perfect specimen of an 80s Toyota so great so great
0: that i yeah i love that um i love that i think we talked about this before but i love that everybody used to literally black out the letters except for yo right in the middle that was my shit that was all over the south end um colin let's talk about these records i see you got three records and i i do i recognize all of them Mm -hmm. so you've mentioned that frank ocean record is uh your I've favorite, right?
1: Up, I've had these up up here for. I had these up here a few weeks ago, and they were just sitting here. And before the pod, I was going to get some new records, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to put those back up because we didn't talk about them, and these are really good records. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, we've talked about Frank Ocean before. Do you see how good I am at doing that? Yeah, you're getting good. Uh, we talked about Frank Ocean before, but you know, when that came out, I was expecting another Channel Orange, and I was disappointed. And then, like, I listened to it a few more times, and it sunk in. And now, I like when I listen to it, I feel like I have to listen to the whole thing. as like, it's like one, like, like it's one piece of music. It's it it, my, is
0: that is that your bootleg record? It is the bootleg copy of it. Ah, yep. Did they did they press it on anything special, or is it just a straight like black record?
1: Uh, no, it is a color. I can't. I think it's yellow. It's a it's a double LP too. I mean, it's like and it's 180 gram. It's nice. Oh yeah, it's like oh nice. It's blonde, if you will. Yeah. Um. But yeah, maybe someday I'll buy the the actual version, but it's like 600 bucks. Mm. Uh, I see. The what is that? Odd Fellows Rest. We got crowbar. Odd Fellows Rest. Best crowbar record in my opinion. And suffer as one. Best crowbar song, fucking one of the heaviest riffs I've ever heard in my life is in the in the end of the chorus in that song. Uh,
0: yeah, one of the heaviest records of all time. It's uh, probably you, top three. Uh, crowbar was probably the first heavy show I ever went to. Really? Yeah, at the Newport in the in the late nineties, probably about the time that record came out, or yeah, the one right before 90, that. It was ninety eight. Yeah, it was. It was either. Eh, it, I think when did I go? I probably went about. They might have been touring with some of the songs, but it, it was before '98 that I went. I'd say it was probably like '97. It was shortly after the second Corn record. Uh, so I'm thinking the second Corn record was what, '96.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was shortly and after that.
1: Is, and this is uh, white vinyl. Mm. And that's also double LP, 180 gram, and the picture of them, and this one is hilarious. Oh, wait. Nope. Not the one I take thinking of. The picture of them in Sonic Excess in its purest form. Mm. It's just a bunch of shirtless fat guys. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, well. And then, uh, obviously, yeah, Korn's first record. One of you the know, most I'm- import- important records in my life. Also, double LP, 180 gram. My father-in-law got this for me. I listened to it on vinyl
0: all the time. <laughs> um, also, very uh, provocative cover. If you really think yeah. about it,
1: yeah, that is true. But I think it was it was about it was that it was being provocative for the sake of being provocative. And uh, do, you, do you
0: think do you think corn was that way?
1: This a bunch of guys in their young twenties writing heavy music and trying to look that's just trying to look scary like creepy guy creeping up on a girl on the playground
0: yeah no i i agree but i think i was just uh responding to you saying like doing it intentionally to to be provocative to cause that
1: uh maybe that's maybe i took it too far but i think it's really just like trying to do something
0: edgy yeah, I think I think that. I, but I think maybe uh, I don't know. Like I've always felt like earlier corn records. Um, they they really delve into topics and just like you see a little more raw emotion. It's more raw, and they talk about real shit. I've it's always worth
1: th- reading. It's worth reading. I can't remember. It was either. It might. I don't. I don't think it was in Decibel Magazine. I don't remember. I'll have to look up and see if I can find it. An article is the oral history of that corn record. So it's it was in some magazine, and it was like a really long article, interviewed all of them, and then uh, Ross Robinson, who produced it, you know, people who were in the room. And that raw energy, it's fascinating if you read any interview with them about them, mm. about recording this record, because like, you know, him crying at the end, you know, Ross Robinson was in there prodding him, you know, like saying things to him to try to get him to be more upset, you know, things like that. Like the, the Norma Jean talks about him as a producer too, because he did those first two corn records and uh, Norma Jean talks about him as a producer too, about how he like purposefully makes the atmosphere really stressful in the studio to, to get more of that raw,
0: that rawness, you know, very fascinating stuff. Yeah, I've, I've always looked at the first two corn records as being extremely raw and coming from a more real place, less, less about intentionally trying to create shock value and a little more that it naturally happened because this was actually them. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and then I look at people like Marilyn Manson who are just kind of fucking weird and then they over the top did it for shock value. That was kind of their whole, their whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I hadn't heard, uh, I hadn't really heard anybody say like, That about corn. And then when it hit, uh, what, what the fuck was the third record with like like, Got the Life uh, and all that? Which, uh, uh, Bottle Leader. Yeah. Well, that's where it all kind of fell apart. They were rich by then and shit. So, not that I didn't. No, I fucking love the record. I I don't want to talk. I don't want to act like I'm shitting on the record. I love the record. After,
1: after the, after the scat part in, uh, in, uh, Oh, what's the single off? What's the first single off that fucking record? Not got not the life. The other, not the oh. other. the other one. The other one.
0: Uh, falling uh, away. No. All right. Oh Jesus Christ! Now I gotta. We'll yeah. Follow the leader. Corn.
1: I can't. It's on the tip of my tongue.
0: Um, track listing. Freak on a leash.
1: Yep. Uh. After the scat part and "Freak on a Leash," when it that when that when he goes, go boom 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 bam, 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 dude, that bam. riff yeah. is so fucking hard. That is so hard.
0: Oh, absolutely. i dude, I'm about it's to... like
1: in "Clown," the danish oh, danish oh yeah oh dude, so hard. I a sound check with that all the time. Clown, Calm you time. ain't shit.
0: Um, you ain't shit. Title of the episode. I I will. I'm gonna, I'll have to star out the eye. You know what? I think you can actually cuss in the titles, but this podcast goes to so many streaming platforms. I actually don't know which ones you can't cuss in. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna star out the eye. Cool. Clown, you ain't shit. Got it. All right, Colin. I think, uh, I think we should probably wrap it up. I don't, what time? I mean shit. We've been, we, going. We've been going. We've been going. Almost an hour and a half. Sounds perfect. Sounds like we should wrap it up. You wanna when, when's the right time to bring back uh trivial things? Dude, I was literally looking
1: at it, thinking about it five seconds ago, and I realized I think it's only good to bring that back once we're back in person because right now everything is trivial. And everything bothers me. I'm,
0: I mean, that's I'm with just you.
1: The, that's just the truth of the matter. I'm with you. I was joking with my buddy the other day about how, like, you look at your kid and you're like, stop breathing that way. You oh, know, yeah.
0: Like, so A long time ago, my wife shared a meme that said something like, it was like some angry ass face. And it said, it was like a woman meme. She's like, when you're on your period and your husband's over there breathing. And like, that's how it is right now. Dude is driving me batshit crazy. Oh, one last thing. So post operation, my wife is like on all this like medicine. She's like, it's a very like long, crazy schedule. There's like pain meds and like different types of pain meds. And there's, you know, there's just all this shit. I'd say there's, there's five or six different pills to take. and. There was also, like, uh she has to ice her knee um, several times. We got this fucking machine called an Iceman that's like a, a radiator cooler for your knee. It has this tube and, like, this pad, and you put it on your knee, and you fill it up with ice and water and plug it in. It fucking starts cycling crazy ice-cold water onto your knee. You do that for 20 minutes on, let it rest for at least 60 minutes, and then you can restart. So there's just a lot of shit to remember. Like the doctor starts spewing all this information and I'm like, holy fuck. And they're like, don't worry. You're going to have a paper. It'll tell you all this. Cool. Uh, then the, the nurse does the same thing when I'm picking her up, you know, 40 minutes, I think I talked to these people and I'm just like, Oh my God, overload of information. Finally get the papers. I'm home. We've filled all the prescriptions, got all the shit ready. I sat down and it was like, do this at 8 a.m. And then something else at 9.30, two things at 10.30, something at 11. We're back to the thing from 8. like, And it was all fucking day from 8 a.m. until 11.30 at night. There is things all over the fucking place. So I created a goddamn schematic. It's like hanging downstairs. And I did the same thing that I did for my kid's checklist, which is I made a new checklist for me, put it behind. I put it in a frame with a piece of glass. I use a dry erase marker on it. End of the day. I just wipe it off. Use the same one tomorrow. Um, Holy shit. It has basically, I call it my checklist to make sure my wife doesn't die because I'm not trying to like give her her medicine. Forget that. I gave it to her, give her the shit again. But I got that. I got my kids. He ain't filling that motherfucker out at all. Driving me Crazy. I am ready to kick him out of the house. Not for good. Do it. Do it. Not for not for good. Just like I can't wait to just kick him out and go go play with your friends, bro. Like you're cool. You don't even I don't even want to see you like using the electric today. Like don't even be inside using the electric. You find a <laughs> fi- find a bush to pee or poop in like cuz I'm I'm cool. I know you got to be feeling the same shit. Yeah. For sure. Our Trello board died. It literally... I tried to refresh it, and it says it can't connect. Oh, weird. You got it, too? No, I just closed the window. <laughs> oh. Fuck you. 99.9% uptime my ass. I'm hitting that one right now, I guess. All right, clown, you ain't shit. P... What is this, 08? 08. Oh, We're out of this bitch. Out. Oh.